back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And today we are talking about minute number three of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with uh, Batman witnessing the death of Superman and then the minutes are going to end with a shot of Cyborg's mother box being activated. Uh, that being the mother box that Cyborg was created from, and then also he kind of stole it. And uh, so you're, you're calling it Cyborg's mother box? I call it Cyborg's mother box. I when I wrote, I think the, technically they all are his, right? When I originally wrote the notes, I wrote it as the mother box of man, like because this is mm-hmm. this is King Arthur's mother box. Yeah, um, this is man's mother box, which is yeah. There's a there's a poetic line in there about it being the mother box of man, and that it was used on a man, like it was on a human, to uh, make cyborg. It wasn't like the Themyscirian mother box made cyborg it was like the mother box of man turned an actual man into um a product of itself a god yeah so i there it's definitely cool that they were like yeah the mother box of man is the one that's going to be kind of in the hands of star labs and and used to make cyborg and stuff so already it's like they're giving that within the first three minutes of the movie they're like kind of like putting that off but yeah that's where we're going to start so it's kind of like interesting that we start off that way um but dialing it back a bit first of all nate i gotta say when we started the podcast we were like oh do we just call it justice league minute or do we call it you know Zack snyder's justice league minute um i don't know about you but it's been kind of hard for me to to stop saying Zack snyder's justice league all the time are you feeling the same way or are you just like yeah we're doing justice league minute or is this uh, is the full title still with you the full title will always be with me because it, it is Zack snyder's justice league mm-hmm. it's i mean it's like uh oh geez marie sandak's little bear you know what i mean yeah marie calendar's chicken Popeye. that they didn't put that on the box well yes they did put that on the box mark <laughs> They got it right there on the box in the freezer section. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, it's a. I, I like saying the full title when I'm typing it. I'm usually just typing JL. If I want to <laughs> go the extra, I, the extra route, I'll do ZSJL. ZSJL. If I'm have if I have to differentiate between the two. Yeah. Um, while typing, really. Yeah. Uh, I know you and I talked about like, oh, we'll just keep calling it Justice League Minute because saying Justice League. Snyder, uh, but Zack Snyder's Justice League minute, minute by minute, the Daily Show, all that refresh. It's not the Daily Show. It's not the Daily Show, but we are talking about it minute by minute daily. Mm-hmm. So it has been kind of hard to like stop saying, "Oh, we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League minute by minute." You know, here's here's minute three of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yada yada yada. Um, I thought I was I would at some point just get tired and just be like oh, you know, it's minute three of Justice League. We'll just call it what it is. Um, It's kind of hard to drop that whole title because it kind of rolls together. I think at the top of the show, we should always say Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then every after that... Just in case... Yeah. People people understand what we're talking about now. Yeah. They got the picture. It's in the description. You know? I think... Yeah. I think that's one of the things we're going to have to keep dealing with. I think, unfortunately for us... We saw that movie first, and so we always think of it like that. Like, in retrospect, when, whenever we watch this movie, I feel like there are always, like, bumps in the film where we go, oh, that was in the original version that I don't want to think about, but I'm always thinking about, unfortunately. So check this out. I just typed in to the search bar of that, that old Google, you know? Uh-huh. I typed in Justice League. First two is the 2017 film first one, obviously, because it shares that title, right? Clearly. The mm. next one says Justice League colon, the Snyder Cut. They're calling it the Snyder Cut officially? That's it, the official title? For for a lot of people, yeah. 
there for a lot of casual people and there's a there's a demographic of people that have seen Zack Snyder's Justice League that have not seen the original just yeah. because of bad I know marketing. Yeah. yeah. I know I know a, I know a few people, but one was actually texting me on on the day that it was uh, or the day after. Check this out though. Number 3 in that search mark, can you guess what it is? Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, Justice League Part 2 and it just says film. There's no date. Oh, that hurts more. That's wild, right? Yeah. On Google. That means yeah. there's so much talk about it that they're like, I there, guess we got to put it at the top, right? Of course there is. Look, I understand. I understand the people who are like, I don't want this to be the definitive Justice League. I understand that. If I didn't like these movies, I wouldn't want that. I mean, I guess in some weird way, like someone could be thinking about that in terms of the Marvel Universe. Oh, that's not my preferred Spider-Man. So if I could just have, you know, such and such Spider-Man as, as the main Spider-Man. Like, I understand there's, that. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I typed in Justice League into Google, and there's top stories that are, like, hours old, two hours. Mm-hmm. From Polygon. It says, Justice League 2 and 3's abandoned plot explained by Zack Snyder two hours ago by the time we're recording this. Oh, and a little inside baseball. We are recording this literally the night before you guys are listening to it on the first day. So this is breaking news. I like that. The monotone. It's like the most like the coolest ticker going across a news breaking news thing. These are cool, um, like cool, like sunglasses, smoking a cigarette, kind of cool, Fonzie. Yeah, it was yeah, like, okay. what you, what you hurry up there, ticker? Mm-hmm. Um, come on, yes, come on, come on. I got to be on Wall Street in about ten minutes. All right, I got to go be the Wall Street ticker. Not only, I, I think a large majority of the general audience—that term that you hear, like people throw it out all the time—the general audience, the people yes. who aren't us—we are gatekeepers of a fandom. Like, we know everything. I read comic books. Check out my stack of Green Lantern comic books. I read them all the time. You don't know anything about why Sinestro joined the, you know, created the Fear Corps and all that kind of stuff. Okay, wait, is gatekeeping, I've always attributed that to be a negative connotation. It is. That's the point. I don't want to be a negative gatekeeper. No, 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 no. I was making a sarcastic thing. Okay. I I was embodying. But we are. I'm not gatekeeping, no. Well, Net- I think we're gatekeepers, but we're not actively <laughs> gatekeeping. <laughs> hey, Nate, don't ever say that about me. I don't ever want to feel that way. That's no, exact- I'm not I'm not trying. I don't want to be. That That's why defeat- I always said it was a negative connotation. Yes, but if it it's is. just the basis of like, okay, well, I just know the source material. No, that- well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you just, I, well, are you gatekeeper I- or are you just like hanging out by the front door? No, what I'm saying, I'm making fun of gatekeepers in this moment. Let me Let's do let, let me do my gatekeeper bit. Okay. The gatekeepers will say the general audience, quote unquote, as in not us, but the majority of people who don't know about comic books, but they uh-huh. know blockbuster. So they go see the blockbuster. They go see the MCU. There are people who didn't know about Marvel Avengers until they started seeing this entire MCU type of thing. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm getting at now? Yes. So. There's a lot of people who only know Batman and Batman v Superman is a as a bad movie. They do this Martha bit because their mothers have the same name. There's the joke, right? I don't need to see the movie. It's awful. It's garbage. Suicide Squad, garbage. Justice League comes out. It's garbage. Now you have Zack Snyder's Justice League. What are all these clowns asking about? Release the Snyder Cut about the Snyder Cut is here. That's all they know is the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. What is the Snyder Cut of Justice League? So that's why you have Justice League colon the Snyder Cut. And there's a lot of people that are seeing this movie for the first time. They haven't seen the original theatrical cut. And they only know to refer to it as, I've seen the Snyder Cut. I know what it is now. And we have to live with that because I hate that name. I think it's, it's all wild. It's a stupid name. I've hated it since the beginning. I've always hated the hashtag itself. But I'm no one to not tweet the hashtag because again i don't argue with semantics it is what it is on twitter that's the hashtag to use i understand what it means 
So, with that being said, a lot of people refer to it as that. And Mm -hmm. what's unfortunate for us is we saw that movie in 2017 first, and now we're seeing this. And so a lot of times we have to go, oh, that part's from that, and that happens later, and this, 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 and that. And when you're watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, an hour, maybe two hours in, you get to a part that you recognize from the 2017 version. All of a sudden, it's like it feels like you snapped back into theatrical cut Justice League. You're like, oh, I remember that part. It's hard to not think about it like that. I have to recontextualize, which is like the hardest thing for me to do with myself. It's just recontextualize those scenes in the way that the director intended that scene to be experienced. Hmm. And this is one of those minutes because we do see Cyborg's mother box, the mother box of man being activated and him doing that, looking behind him around the table. We've seen that shot before many times for the past five years. We've seen that shot, but not in the first three minutes of this movie. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I get what you're hour epic thing to see that shot and to know that he's looking behind him because the mother box awoke from the death of Superman. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard to recontextualize it in that scenario versus what happened three years ago or almost four years ago now where it was just like cyborg was created from it. But then he's just like, Oh, I guess it's activated now. That original movie never had that context of Superman died and activated that box. We know because we either have followed Zack Snyder's Vero posts and all this and that, all the behind the scenes throughout the past years, knowing that his death was supposed to activate it. So we know it. But people who are seeing this movie for the first time, they're just clearly understanding Superman died, activated that mother box. They're cyborg, already, already part machine. No backstory yet. It's very interesting to see it that way. Um, and I am just so glad that those people are watching this for the first time without ever seeing that original movie. I wish I could experience it like that, but unfortunately I have like the harder task of recontextualizing what those scenes are. Um, but let's, let's, uh, let's rewind a bit. Let's jump back in time, which is kind of in line with this movie. There's some really cool things. Hang on. I'm still stuck on just the the google search pages of of this oh, now i'm back you? on the snyder yeah this really the snyder cut bro it's wild so like it's, bro, it's you still haven't seen league. the cut <laughs> i'm i'm up in it bro lamping bro, you still haven't seen the cut bro Mm-mm, i'm in the cut um so like there's questions on google people also ask the first question is people also ask how different is justice league snyder cut and this answer mm-hmm. is like straight up. It, 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 this is cyborg. Like it's straight up. Like yeah, here Ray Fisher's characters in this one. That's why, that's how different it is. <laughs> that's wild. It's a huge um, difference. Uh, I knew that it was always something I had to advocate. Is this version of the film be- because of that? Because of how important that character is, and he really is. You know, this movie opens up with the trinity and lois right because lois is the key and those four characters superman wonder woman batman lois lane that was the four that we saw at the death of superman that's how important they were the first new character that we're seeing is cyborg here in in, um in gotham because this is gotham harbor that we're in um this is the first (laughs) character that we're seeing that's brand new Within three minutes of a four-hour yeah. film. Yeah. It's very, very, very important character. He's the... F- I mean... So what we literally have just seen for the past three minutes is what you're saying. Um, two minutes and 30 seconds-ish. Yeah. Is, is scenes that we've already seen from Batman versus Superman. We've already seen Wonder Woman look upon the death of Superman. We already saw Batman shoot the bomb, shoot the grenade mm-hmm. at him and see the, see the same exact thing. And then the very next one, like you were saying, is Cyborg. Yeah. Arguably the main character of this movie. I mean, I know it's a Batman story, but it's a Cyborg story. 
it is Cyborg's origin. It goes back to conversations that you and I were having in 2011 mm-hmm. about Justice League being the perfect Cyborg origin story. And then them running with that, with the Secret Origins thing and all these things. It's just like, it fit. It works. We've talked about it multiple times with uh, with with Doom Patrol and that Cyborg. It's like that Cyborg's origin is a lot different from what we're seeing here, but still we get a cyborg origin, which is just something that we, God, he, we don't, yeah. in 2010, if you told me there was going to be a main character cyborg storyline and it's Justice League, I would have been like, get out of here. And then they dropped that first, uh, that first arc in the new 52. And it's like really puts things into perspective. It's just, it's just excellent. And yeah, you get the two, you get the Trinity. You see the death of Superman. You see Wonder Woman and Batman looking upon it. Lois Lane's there too. Bing bang boom, main character, the character that the entire story is pretty much revolving around. I mean, like, yeah, it's let's get Superman, let's bring him back to the dead. But how do you get him back from the dead? Because of man's mother box. It's yeah. just great. It's great storytelling. I'm sorry, yeah. I went off track. I went off no, track. You, hardcore. I forgot what I was going. I don't for, think but, you're. Uh, I don't think you're off track at all. I think you hit it right on the nail on the head because it is a mother box of man that is bringing back Superman, which is another thing that we'll have to talk about when we actually get to the resurrection of Superman. But yes, you're right. There's, there's, it's all connected. It's all really great stuff. And one of the things that emphasizes that is, is when we see Cyborg in this movie. His first appearance here, it's the tracking shot of Gotham. You can see the apocalyptic wasteland that was this battleground for Doomsday and the Trinity. And then you see Gotham and and the, the cry of Superman echoes through into this room. But you're seeing Cyborg and then right next to it is the title card. Zack Snyder's Justice League. There's the title card right there. Yeah. And it's on Cyborg's shot. Like it lands perfectly. It's the introduction. It's, it's just like this this is the um, title card with, I remember with Cyborg reading struggling that. here. I remember reading that when we were first watching it sitting on my couch there, uh in the dark. It was really dark, wasn't it? And um the timing of that title card and how it matched up and it took me I don't know, maybe thirty seconds or something. When the scene changed, I remember like really reveling in that like title mm-hmm. was just like yeah. oh wow and i remember thinking like dang they put that title right as they're going to introduce cyborg this is this is it this is crazy yeah. um you i want to go back to what you were saying a little bit before in the beginning of the episode yeah how uh i don't know if you were speaking directly for you but for an audience that have seen the 2017 justice league and seen shots that they're now seeing differently in this one and you were saying that you have to recognize, recontextualize, recontextualize uh, that scene with what you've already seen. Seen, 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 seen. Somebody call Fallout Boy, yeah. Um, anyway, I don't have that feeling. I never had that feeling. I saw Justice League 2017 one time in theaters, and then one more time in its entirety, like the day before this came out. Previous times, I watched it here and there and turned it off. I remember thinking, like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not, and not in, like, a disappointment. It was just more so, like, this is not a movie to put on in the background and do mm-hmm. something with. And this is also not a movie to for me to sit down and pay attention to. I just don't want this on. And I was okay with living with that. And then now we have the Snyder Cut to talk about. Ju- Zack Snyder's Justice League, excuse me. <laughs> Justice have that to League, talk about. colon, Snyder Cut. Yeah. So I don't have those recontextualizing thoughts. I've seen things where it's like, oh, yeah, they use that. Oh, yeah, that's from that. But never was I thinking like, uh, okay, there's better context here. Uh, maybe, yeah, I had to have been thinking that. But it wasn't a hard thing to do is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a lot of, like, I didn't have to put any, it wasn't tough for me because I saw the uh, the 2017 movie so little and just did not care about it. I just never cared. So, like, me seeing a shot that was used previously, 
like a good example of the Aquaman stuff when he's uh, taking off his shirt, going into the water and whatnot. Uh, like it didn't bother me that uh, it wasn't stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. that part in the 2017 is just stupid. It's just stupid. It's, you know, anyway. I think that that one we'll, we'll get to. It. I should probably save my thoughts for it. But it is that scene. That was just an example. That, that scene is just one of the more obvious like, oh, it starts here. It stops there. It starts here. It starts there again. Like it's one of those. Yeah. That scene is a little bit more easier to pick apart. Like, oh, I can definitely tell there's something different here. Yeah. Um, but one of one of the other cool things about this scene with Cyborg, before we get back to talking about Batman and the death of Superman, is that the cry of Superman, it enters this room, right? It hits you with the title card, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Cyborg on the right. We're seeing our heart of the movie, Cyborg. And then the cry like stops with that sudden pound as it activates the mother box and like everything goes silent. And then, like, that, to me, when we were watching it, was like, oh, now we're in the motion picture. Like, mm-hmm. na- and, like, it was like, his cry, his cry, his cry, boom, silence, cyborg, room it's only. It's a very good opening. It was very just like, <laughs> it was just like, you we're in it, it now. We are in the Snyder Cut. Like, this is the movie. Like, I just felt so much energy just in that, like, quick silence. You said it when we were watching the movie the first time, but I don't know if you've said it on uh, record, <clears throat> maybe in the first episode or not. But um, when we were watching the film and after that happened, you just like get, had this question of just like, if you were WB and you saw that as an opener, how could you not use it? And I was just like, that's like, I, I don't know how to answer that question because the question should not have been asked you know it's like they this should have been the opening it was stupid that it wasn't the opening i understand like maybe it wasn't finished or whatever or what or what have you but the death activating the mother box is what drives that plot and then they completely removed it and then we just saw how good it was with all of it leading up to cyborg's room here i mean it's just how could you not how, how could you see that and just be like yeah, no, we're not doing that. What hurts the most is just thinking about those involved because everyone's asking that. There's a lot of people. We, we, there was a little bit of talk in, in the first episode on Monday where we talked about how someone will eventually re-edit this movie into a two-hour cut to be like, oh, look, I did a two-hour cut of Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and it does work a hell of a lot better than whatever they were trying to do three years ago. What also hurts is that you have people like Jeff Johns who are involved in the making of this film and also involved in the remaking of the film three years ago who also remade the DC Universe with the New 52 and with writing that Justice League, he did write that uh, cyborg was created from the mother box and you had this big world that dark side was coming in and then it split off into three different earths and then steppenwolf invaded earth two while dark side invaded earth one and you had a guy like that who created this you know elaborate thing with the trinity war and the, the forces of evil and and you know anti-monitor fighting dark side and, and this whole scope of of things as a person who who is one of the the go-to guys for the dc universe it's hard thinking about a person like that who's saying, scrap all that. Don't make those mother boxes related to the death of Superman. Just have Steppenwolf come in. I want the mother boxes to terraform. What? You you were the guy. You made this. You inspired people like Zack Snyder to come in and be like, yeah, I want to pull Cyborg is created from the mother box who links them to apocalypse who brings in dark who brings in steppenwolf because that kind of energy and passion that you had in 2011 inspired me to make this movie which is you know i'm also inspired with by the other writers like people like dark knight people who wrote death of superman and all these things like 
why why would you cut down your own monument? You you like this was your thing to do to to create this big thing. You you why be afraid of what you create? You created the new 52, it didn't work out, and so you did DC Rebirth and now that you think that Dawn of Justice didn't work that you have to nuke it again and and re contextualize it in your own way to being like well we're just not gonna have it now 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 cyborg's just gonna be robot made from mother box for no reason and that that hurts that hurts that an an artist would go back on their on their ways like that betraying themselves betraying their own their own artistic vision like man there was a time where jeff johns was like a real like he felt like yeah you were writing some really cool stuff I'm sorry Green Lantern, the movie didn't work out. I'm sorry Justice League didn't work out when you wanted, but, like, stand your ground. Like, you wrote this stuff. This was your ideas. Like, just own up to it. Be like, yeah, the mother boxes are connected to Apocalypse and all these other cool things. Like, get into it. It's a money grab. When Jeff Johns was writing all that Green Lantern lore, and sometimes you pick up a... passion. Yeah, and you pick up a Green Lantern book, and you look at all those speech bubbles. At first, you're like... That's a lot of paragraphs. I don't know. I have the time to read it. But when you start yeah. reading it, that's when you start going, whoa, this man was going in on the Green Lantern you remember stuff. how wordy Green Lantern was? I Dang. Remember, I remember. It scared me. It scared that me. That was wild. It scared me how deep Green Lantern was getting. But you get into it. And you get into yeah, the pool. Of too. It. You know, like, uh, I guess I'll have to say this for tomorrow's minute. But sometimes you got to get in that pool. Sometimes, sometimes you got to get in that pool, baby. Sometimes you got to get in that pool. You know, what's living if you don't take your shorts off and slide on the ice? Uh, if you want my advice, pull down your shorts and slide on some ice. No, I think you said it right the first time. No, well, the first one was from uh, even Stevens. But yeah, the original sometimes you got to slide on the ice. Right? Yeah, the original quote was from MASH. No. You're, you're, I, I, no. You, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The original line was from Mash. Oh, even and, uh, Stevens came before Mash. Season. Everyone knows. Oh yeah, that. everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows the last episode of Even Stevens, the highest grossing watched television program ever. Even yeah. Stevens. Yeah, it came before um, Mash. Everyone knows this. Yeah, oh, man, I was gonna say something else, but I can't remember what it was. It's fine. It's just. Oh, it's just like I was saying. It's there's a, there's a clear difference in. The 2017 version and this version, obviously, because the passion is there. It's this is a personal work of Zack Snyder. You know, this is Zack doing his thing with with getting the band back together and 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 seeing through the vision. Whereas 2017 was, oh my God, we got to get this out before Christmas, you know. And then it just you just get it cut, and then it's just hardcore involvement, and that's odd when you do it to a big blockbuster a lot of people and then and then again it's going back to marketing because you market something as big as this is the justice league you saw the avengers we got one just as big justice league yeah uh there's there's something there there's something there kind of we might need to trademark that there um you know that that's the thing now and i've i've tried to fight this fight even back then in 2017 but there you'll always see people comparing this movie to Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Which is essentially... Yeah, I, I'm one of them. Well, well, it's essentially comparing Justice League 1 to Avengers 3. Like, you're comparing it to the end of Avengers 3, and this is yeah. Justice League 1. This is not Justice League 3, this is Justice League 1. Yeah. And so there was times where I'd be like, you really should just be comparing it to Avengers 1, Justice League 1 to Avengers 1. And then people are saying... And someone said it really beautifully today uh, as we're recording this, and they're saying it's not only better than Endgame, which is not a take that I have. I mean, maybe, possibly. But do you understand what I'm saying? Someone is saying, with all the people comparing this to Endgame, it's not only better than Endgame, but it's better than the first Avengers, which is how I should think of it, is how people should think of it is, comparing this to the first Avengers movie. And yes, this movie all day versus the first Avengers yeah, 100%. movie. 100%. Absolutely. Um yeah. The idea that you have to create origin stories for each individual character before they get the big team up movie. 
never happened before Avengers, and it doesn't need to happen now that Avengers is a thing. You don't money, need money, to get. Money, money. You don't need. I mean, if every money. character needed their own origin story, where's the Black Widow movie? Have you seen it? <laughs> I have. Gotcha, there, it. suckers. Didn't we? Huh? A Black Widow was throughout the entire MCU and even died, <laughs> and we still don't have. I haven't seen. And it. then you're gonna get an origin after the fact like, yeah what's going on I'm, I, and she wasn't there for the mcu uh birthday bash were you the, invited? the fucking uh and you know the, at the end of end game where they have like all the uh the signatures yeah well like they have all the the female heroes oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Know, okay okay which yeah, is yeah. i hey that to me when i saw it in theaters i was like that's badass but then i it thought about it shot I was thinking about over time going, so Black Widow's not in that? The one mm-hmm. who was, was like the first one and a big part of it and still hasn't had an origin film and we still yeah, haven't seen on. it. Uh, Snyder Cut came out before the Black Widow movie. Uh, kind of stings, doesn't it? It kind of, you would think that movie would come out. Oh, but you can't watch it. on your parade, right? Yeah. Uh, no. You just got to pay an extra $30 to see it. Yes. So it it's just uh, you know you on. have the streaming service we're going to make you go to the movies anyway. We're yeah. going to make you go to the movies twice <laughs> anyway. Someone was like imagine sitting in a theater and then like one of the theater personnel comes up to you and goes this is going to be an extra $30 before you see the I movie. I know. It's like, like hey, I, you just me? sat down, you got your snacks, you're all comfy, right? All right. And then $30. I know you paid before coming in, but before we start the movie, you got to pay a tithe. Like, mm-hmm. huh? Just play the movie. I already have the streaming services. Put the movie on. Black Widow should have came get out. The money. Like and two, it's the worst part. That's the worst part. Is that that's people, the worst part. There's, it's, too, it's like it's a too big to fail type thing. Yes. Um. Um. I don't. I don't know. One Whatever. of the one of the cool things about the cyborg shot here, as he looks at the mother box, as we see behind him, there is a photo of his entire family, where it is Victor, Silas, and his mother, and. Um, that photo comes up multiple times in this movie. Yes, it does. I noticed it on my second rewatch uh, at the end. And I was like, oh, snap, that's cool. Yeah. It's very nice. There's a, like a little red light there, too, on it. I think it yeah. might be reflecting off Cyborg, but... It's probably, like, it, without a doubt, this is where we're doing this right now. This is why we do this. Yes. That red light is on his eye in that photo. It's I'm on telling him. you right now. It is on It's him. on his eye in the photo. Yeah. There's it's a, a foreshadow, baby. Yeah. It's a foreshadow, baby. It's like minute a, by minute. It's a weird foreshadow, but it's he's already cyborg. It, We're doing it, it. Screen cap this. Put it on Twitter. We'll get noticed. <laughs> Meg, you'll see us. Hey, Meg. How's it going? Uh, top billing, Ben Affleck, which uh, brings us to the beginning of the film, or the beginning um, of this well, minute. Also, I mean, yeah. Also, uh, well, then Amy Adams kind of those. I was going to say alphabetical, too. Is it Amy Adams? No, it's it's mm. it's Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill. It'd be A to C, but uh, there's got to be someone with the last name of B coming around. Huh? Oh, I see what you're saying. No, yeah. I don't think that works. It's no, Ben it's Affleck, not. then it's Henry. Not. It's Henry it's Cavill, billing. second billing, and then Amy Adams. Can I tell you is something? Third, third billing. Yes, go take for a, it. Take a wild guess. Wild guess at the Google top billing. You know the little sidebar that they have on mm-hmm. the. If, so this is on the Snyder Cut page. Just take a wild guess at the uh, the second space. Who is second build on Google? Jared Leto. You already looked at it. I knew I didn't, you already looked I didn't, at it. I just knew out of pure controversy. I was like, I Henry know. Henry Cavill, Jared Leto, Ezra Miller, Gal Gadot. Like... <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, it's because he's in the, he's he's a talk of the yeah, town right now. Because Henry Cavill has The Witcher, so he's popular. Jared Leto is popular because he has a cult. Ezra Miller's popular because of some viral video where apparently he assaulted someone. Uh, and then uh, Gal Gadot did that Imagine video, so she's always popular right now. <laughs> just like uh, grab the only good thing out of <laughs> the one person. Yeah, Henry Cavill. He's doing The Witcher. That's good. Hey, did, Your he, little cult. Oh, Henry Cavill <laughs> built that PC. He's popular for that. I yeah. mean, what what wrong has he done? I ask you. Uh, he installed the GPU upside down. Okay, 
Strike one, Henry. You're on notice. Yeah. Uh, let's let's flash. Did he really? Did he do it in the video? And was like, oh damn, I put it upside yeah. down. And it is restart it. It is in the video. Yeah. Where he looks at it and he goes, it's upside down. Oh man, that's yeah. makes me smile. No, I'm sorry. He installed the water cooler upside down. He's got a water cooler PC. Yeah. Look at him. Of course, he has a water cooler. It scares PC. me. It Dog. scares me. It scares me. Someone I don't want water running through that. Built their PC with a water cooler, and I said, oh, okay, I guess I'm just not that cool because I didn't do that. That's a different conversation for another time. Anyways, uh, the Atlas Stone Quarry that shows up here at the beginning of this minute. Uh, you were asking, like, oh, it's interesting Stone Quarry didn't get, like, a big title card. Oh, they just didn't get a production card, yeah. Yeah. They, oh, yeah, they didn't get a production card, but they are in this. Mm-hmm. But... um Let's rewind the clocks here as typical Justice League fashion. There is is something that we didn't talk about yesterday that I kind of want to talk about now just because it is in this minute. And I know that it's more prominent throughout the rest of the film a lot. Uh, When we see Wonder Woman in this first shot, immediately it plays what's known as the ancient lamentation music. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your take on this, Nate? Like the the closed caption itself? <laughs> no, not the closed caption. Or just, just the fact that every time she's on screen, it has to do the closed caption ancient lamentation music. You are correct. I I don't care. I like because I watch normal television and everything with captions, mm-hmm. so it really doesn't matter. It it hasn't mattered to me for years. Um, I think it's funny that it's not like uh i don't know wonder quote wonder woman's theme playing Mm -hmm. or something you know but like i think it really just depends on who's doing the captions and uh oh i didn't mean about the caption i just meant like the fact that they're always playing this ancient lamentation music every time she does something i i i I don't know i don't think i have an opinion on it uh well that's good just sounded yeah it just sounded like wonder woman music i don't know it set the tone um am i supposed to feel something no i mean there are a (laughs) lot of people who are just kind of like oh every time she does something they got to play this ancient lamentation music right yeah i think that's just the joke well i don't even it's just the joke of captions i just think it's like you said nate sets the tone for who she is i'm cool with it it's a great name it's a great title I saw a, a tweet about it, and it was like multiple frames. Uh, you know, a scene where she was there, and the caption showed up. I and think I never noticed it. Uh, we watched this movie with captions, did we? I know of I course, have. Yes. I did on my second time. Yes. Um. And yeah, I don't know. I think I just like I think I saw it because I saw it on Twitter and was just like, oh yeah, there it is. Uh, and that was the depth of that thought. I I think. <laughs> I think it is what you say it is. It sets the tone for who the character is. And I like that because I think, I and I know further on, we're going to have to have that conversation of, of these ancient lamentations, however you want to refer to them as. You're going to hear this throughout the movie. Yeah. And I think it's important that you do hear it. And I think that's the thing that most people don't understand. It's when they're given a piece of information. Is it important that you hear that? Because most times people go, I didn't like that 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 was there or this was that or this was used here. It's not whether or not you... (sighs) What the hell do you want to be playing? CCR blasting from a goddamn Huey helicopter when she like comes down in the front? Like, what do you want? I don't know. It's it's tonally the music that is there. Is Is it for Wonder Woman because she's... Of the gods and of ancient lore, maybe, and that makes it kind of cool. I'd yeah. like to attribute this movie to that of epics like the Iliad and the Odyssey, and you know we 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 mentioned uh, Immortals a couple days ago, and it's like these uh these are Grecian myth movies that are larger than life that tell these tales that are just so fantastical. And this one is about a pretty much an apocalypse that is happening. So you're going to have this 
lamentation music. Be it ancient, if you will, cool, great. Have you ever put on some ancient sounds on Spotify? It's awesome. I suggest it. There, I think what it is is that it's a little bit more pronounced than the one that happens in Dawn of Justice, which it's not It's not the Wonder Woman theme that we know of where you hear like the drum beat where it's like dun, I know dun, what you're talking dun, about. Dun, 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 dun. Like I know the 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 winning the whining uh I know what you're I know what sound it is. You know um, what sound I'm talking about. I know where, what sound it is. Where he looks at the photograph my, and you yeah. kind of hear like that Egyptian. Yes. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like there's that and it plays throughout the whole movie every time they like show the Wonder Woman picture and there's like it's it's part of the song but it's kind of like this winding it's a motif of Wonder yeah. Woman. It's like Wonder a Woman's motif. motif. I mean, would it be different if on parts of Batman there were captions where it would be like, I don't know, dark brooding music? For me, and I, I do love it because you hear it in She's With You, that, that track from Dawn of Justice that kind of has all three of their mm-hmm. motifs, um, is that faint, like, within an alley a dark alley like you hear that lone trumpet like bah, oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah like in the light it brought me to yeah yeah, yeah beautiful that lie. beautiful yeah. lie trumpet like mm-hmm. that i could hear that in in a batman dark noir setting noir you hear the noir sound right because yeah. it's the damn trumpet and it's the solo yeah. trumpet from these damn noir movies like that are a just rainy so awesome. alley it's dark a strike of 1940s, lightning 1940s just like, the one yeah, street light is working and it's like you have the private uh, investigator walking down the street in the middle of the night with this one street yeah. light on smoking the cigarette yeah it's just yeah. it fits the tone perfectly yes. and i really think that's where my mind just like went immediate i don't I, I, that's yes. what it goes to immediately when i hear music is what is this what what tone am i trying to, to what are you what are you trying to tell yes what is the what feelings am i supposed to be feeling right now in the sounds that i'm hearing and, and the sights that i'm seeing it's all it's a symphony it all yes. works together um maybe maybe it's just noticeable because they actually put uh, words to it you know if you w- watch dawn of justice with captions i don't think ancient lamentation music is going to show up every time wonder woman's on the screen but it's playing yeah there is like that mo there is a motif yeah. playing yeah absolutely I, don't know. I think it's great i think it's funny i think the meme or the jokes around it are hilarious yeah but there absolutely. really isn't there's <laughs> that's something i'm so re- happy about. there really isn't anything you can take jabs at at this movie where i'm gonna be like where I have to feel like I have to be like, okay, wait, hang on, let me explain. Like the Martha thing, you know? There yeah. Is, nothing like that exists in this movie. Yeah. When Dawn of Justice came out, there was a, and there still is, there's a lot of memes laughing at Dawn of Justice where a lot of times we have to go, no, 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 that's actually very smart. Yeah. But <laughs> like, I'm hang, cool hang with on. jokes because like there's, you know, you have the jokes of Lex Luthor doing his face, like his, and this is awkward face. To yeah. me, that's funny. Like I can get down with that. It's, that's funny yeah. to me. And but what's great about Zack Snyder's Justice League is there's a lot of memes laughing with the movie, and I'm cool with it. I think it's funny too. The hot dog memes, funny. I think that's I never saw hot dog memes. That's great. You though. haven't seen any hot dog memes? No, I've name? only seen what? really this one. No. I've only seen the lamentation music. Ancient lamentation music plays. <coughs> great joke. There's so many like all the sad Steppenwolf memes. Okay, yeah, That's I did see that. That and the Britney tier. Spears toxic one. I retweeted the toxic one because I actually toxic. laughed on that one. That it was is. funny. The Steppenwolf <laughs> What's your favorite memes? Britney Spears song? <laughs> here's here's what's so great about this movie. We the whole internet gives a shit about who Steppenwolf is. People know this man's name. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows who this character is. You can you can have your silly arguments of Steppenwolf is nothing to Thanos. All this, this, and that. The world knows who Steppenwolf is now. It's a weird time to be in right now. Like, everyone knows who this character is. And they're making these, just these silly memes of this sad little guy who just wanted to go home with these sad cat photos and stuff like that. It's a great time to be in. I feel so sorry for this man. But he was kind of uh, really mean to 
to Themyscira and women and uh Wonder Woman had to had to had to had to do the justice, you know. This is how it goes. Yeah, you you disrespect the Amazons, you get your head cut off. Yeah, it's just the of rules. A, yeah. I don't make them. I don't make the rules. That's just the way they yeah. are. Listen, it happened Steppy. with Hercules. It's gonna happen with Steppenwolf. It's probably gonna happen with the next guy. Yeah, you know, Steve Trevor missed it by barely. Yeah, yeah, kind of a misogynist, Steppy. You better you better cool. You better seek some therapy. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sad, let's talk about Ben Affleck here. Okay. Let's talk about the Batman. This man is witnessing the death of Superman. Let's talk about man amongst gods. That is what I see when I see this man. I see the representative of humanity. And that's weird to say because Superman is is the best of the best humanity, even though he's an alien. Now, there's like different branches of this. So man is one of those branches of, uh, and this is kind of cool because like there's that symbol, uh, it came out on a t-shirt, I don't know what to call it. Um, it's that whole story of uh, Snyder's Justice League. and Oh, the court everybody. lot? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I that shirt. I it kind of fits in with that. So, like, imagine that being branches, and, like, in the center, actually, of that is man and everything. And Cyborg's there, and, and Bruce Wayne is uh, at the center, death of his parents and everything like that. It's also at the bottom, um, yeah. Um, so, like, he is a protector of Earth. If we're attributing Superman and Wonder Woman to the gods when they were protecting Earth before, Batman is the culmination of all of the tribes of man. And that's really cool because, one, you know he trained in fighting in all these different forms, and there are multiple comics of him going to different places on Earth and training in different cultures and stuff like that. So that's really kind of cool because he's just like a warrior, you know, that, 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 that that's every faction. I don't know what I'm trying to describe, but you get it. Yeah. Uh, and then... He's just like he's just like man. So think of just like strong man. And then there's cyborg, which is the god of man. Superman is obviously god, you know, Apollo or Zeus or something like that. But cyborg is like machine god. And that's like a completely different branch if we're thinking about it like in a tree. And it's really cool how like the main branch goes off of just man. And then you have Batman and it's like really thick because he's just like, I'm here. I'm trying to do right by humanity and, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then this branch just juts out that's just so much bigger and thicker and then spreads out even more, and that's Cyborg. And it's like, yeah, I'm man too, but I'm also machine, and I'm god of the thing that you as man now worship. Yeah, I've, I've, I've talked about this before. I don't, I don't know if I talked about it on this podcast or just talked about it in general, but um, you have the ideology of, of god creating man, mm-hmm. and then... Man creates technology. Dinosaur. Oh, sorry. No, not that. Man wrong, creates. Wrong movie. Yeah, wrong movie. Wrong show. God creates man. Man creates technology. This is not God's creating gods. This is just children. This is the reproductive system. This is God's creating humans made in my own image to be better than me than I ever was. I die off. You live on as the superior new form they create and this technology. is the trinity you're talking about no 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 oh. this is not this is just this is just the idea okay this is just purely talking about offspring this is purely mm-hmm. talking about like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. of birth death yes. and birth the circle of life god's creating man man creating technology technology being their children this is the thought that we have with things like skynet and 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 boston dynamics and robots and stuff like that and what Cyborg is, what we've made Cyborg now in the DC Universe, is the new digital god because he is the basically the children of man because we've created that technology. And, and the mother box helps with that. But it is that idea that like we make images of ourselves and, and to be more superior than us and to live on from us as we die off and they continue to live on. And then that creates its own children in the future. And then, like, what that is is, is kind of like how I feel of Cyborg, where it's like, you are, the, you are the newest god. 
you are the god of the digital age, like of all technology. Yeah. That is you. So then when we look at Batman here and we talk about sadness, this is, I, I, I see it as just like all of, all of humanity, the best form of it right now, and then witnessing God's fight and the death of a god. And, like, the look on his face, that especially the frame that you have it paused on right here, is oh, yeah. just, like, pure, just... He's about to cry. Uh, it looks like he's about to cry, but <laughs> it's so, watering. like... It's, a, it's the purest form of a deep misunderstanding of what is happening, but also the deepest passion of wanting to know. And... Like he's, I think he's just amazed. He's awestruck, just like how humanity would be. You're awestruck. You don't know what is happening. You know, it's, it's insane. I, I, I don't know. It's really cool. Um, and also the fact that if he is going with what I was saying, the embodiment of humankind, um, him witnessing the death of Superman is definitely a sad, 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 sad moment. Would hit him more. Would hit him the hardest. You know, it would. It it, it absolutely does, and it really does change the character. Because I, I, thinking of it as humans witnessing the 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 death of, let's say a mono mono deistic, what is the term here? Monodeism. Monotheistic. Monotheistic. Why was I saying monotheistic? Deity. Deity, yeah. Monotheism. Like, so you have Batman witnessing the death of the Jesus Christ character, the, the mono character. Moses. God. God and all that stuff. Um, you might see him as the epitome of humankind. I see him as the lowest point. Where Lois is the highest point. Like you have okay. two, two humans here. You, I mean, you have the most broken, the darkest, and this this is the one that was this is the one that was grieving. You know, this is the one that uh, only uh, he he had no faith. And you know, my parents taught me that you know nothing really matters. You could die in a gutter for no reason at all, kind of thing. This man has no faith at this point, but he's seeing faith in this moment. He's seeing, uh, unfo- he's seeing the empirical empirical evidence of, of, of a god who's or, or a person trying to do the right thing. I think it's more important to say not just a god, just not just God for God's sake, but it's 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 a person try- who's doing the right thing, a hero, a true <laughs> hero. He's seeing it, and he almost killed this man. Out yeah, of, out and- of pure hate. Pure, uneducated hate. I think on other levels, deep down, Batman knows that Cal is better than him, Clark. Oh, yeah. More human than the rest of us. Yeah, but better within the sense of he just witnessed this being sacrifice himself for a people that aren't even his own and for people who don't accept him. People that don't accept him, like just a world against him. And this... Batman just witnessed this selfless act. And it's said at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League, whereas Batman would never do this. Batman, his whole thing is to endure. He wouldn't sacrifice himself. He has put himself in that position, but knowing full well how it's going to play out. I know that he has attempted things that seem f- for the good of all, you know, uh, but he's still alive. And that's like it's said at the end of this movie where how many alternate timelines, you know, you can't bear to, to for you, you to li- you, you to die. You like you cannot live knowing that you were going to die. Mm-hmm. And him witnessing Superman die right here where he's just like, oh, that's. I can never be. I will never be. And I think also in this moment, he is realizing just the complete change. Yeah. And in himself as well, that he will never be <laughs> as good as Clark. And that's tough to say. 
um but he's he's just the better person it's hard i mean a lot of people just see superman as this alien who came in and was just like oh i'm the hero i'm the protector it's and people were just like what go home like get out of here you don't represent me and he's like i never was trying to Mm-hmm. the reality is is that he's such a good person that he does he does represent the best of you because that man came here as an immigrant and you think of it in the immigrant stuff you know Shiraz Faruqi wrote that great article about Superman in Man of Steel as, as an immigrant it's an immigrant story it's don't hate him because you feel like he's trying to represent the best of you guys he just came here and he wants to be the best of you guys and he is doing it. So as you see an immigrant, you should be like, they came here with that dream to be the best that they can be. And that's how everyone should be, that they see decisions in every moment of their life, but they choose to do the right thing instead of defaulting to the wrong thing because they know they can get away with it. He has the discipline to do the right thing all the time. And Batman is seeing that going, you know, I got carried away i fell into the darkness 30 years in gotham 20 years in gotham whatever it may be like i did uh i may not have broken any rules but i sure as hell bent them maimed them uh give them hemorrhaging blood damage to their bodies but i didn't break the rules but i got damn near close Mm -hmm. superman was not like that until general zod forced him into an incident and even then superman was like i hated that moment i hated that moment then i hated that moment ever since having to kill that guy having to kill what is essentially my brother from krypton you know he didn't like being in that situation and i and it's so important that batman sees that and he has like this whole restored faith in the in, in the death and sacrifice of of superman so it's very important and um Batman, I remember somebody oh sorry. No, I was gonna say just Ben Affleck just does it very well. I accidentally called him Batman. Don't tell him that. <laughs> it's okay. Um <clears throat> I don't it that never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we have a really cool shot here. Uh this is when Doomsday just uh does in fact die and he lands on the floor, still carrying Superman in his in his grip. But you have like that tracking shot as it falls to the ground and Superman is still doing those cries, that scream, and the waves are still emanating from him. But it's all it's all really cool stuff. But uh I think I think that's a good stopping point for us. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. This is uh, about an hour. <laughs> yeah. And and it's like this whole week on a Wednesday, huh? This whole week is going to be the death of Superman and how it affects multiple people. And what's kind of cool about this, I love when the movies by minute journey always does this, but each minute is going to be a different focus on a different character. Luckily we got two in this one. We got Batman and cyborg, but in tomorrow's minute, we got a different character that we, Oh no, two other characters. We did Lois Lane and wonder woman last yesterday, Batman and cyborg today. And then two characters that we get to talk about tomorrow. And then uh, Friday, we got some other characters to talk about. So pretty cool how that all works out, huh? It's very cool. This is stacked. There's so much. I really am glad that we at least found that red light on that cyborg picture, huh? Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> you need to print print that out. But print, uh, print it out. Send it to the printer. Yeah. Um, it's use also, up all the ink. Oh, really? Another really cool thing was just seeing the um, the damage on the Ben Affleck bat suit. You could see like the cuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you get to like really just pause on that, you could see mm-hmm. the damage done onto his suit. So it's really cool stuff to see uh, little details like that. Um, but we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We could join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you're catching up on. Please let us know what you thought about the beginning of this movie here, this prologue, and uh, we'll get, we will catch you tomorrow for Justice League Minute. <laughs> <laughs>